Hey, what's up? This is Kat Jones, your host. Today is April 5th, 2020. My parents are being real weird right now, and this is Queer All Year. All right, like I said, this is Kat, and I am joined, as always, by my bro and sound producer and co-host, Mick G. Greetings and salutations. I come to you semi-live. I guess that's what we're going to call it. (laughs) Semi-live. We're recording a video right now. We're on Zoom. The day before. Yep, we're on Zoom. I posted on the Facebook page and everything that you could join. Nobody wanted to join. Right. Uh, Our parents are here. So we give a big big round of applause for Cindy (laughs) and Steve McGowan. We have um, dad who has done like basically everything for us. And then we have mom who likes our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Mom's done so much as well. We have I know, but like I feel like we need a t shirt that says my mom likes my podcast. Yeah, that would be good. Um, That's all we ever So, um, for a lot of these future podcasts, while we are all trapped inside, we're going to be having live Zoom conferences, um, but you got to have a password, so hit us up on our Facebook page, or on the Queer All Year Mafia. Yeah, or message me, or whatever. Yeah, do whatever you want. Send us a snap. Uh, Send McG a snap. I don't know how to snap. Send a snap. Yeah. Are you McG on the snap? What do kids call it? (laughs) Um, Well, okay. My actual thing is McG unit. (laughs) I'm not going to still going by McG unit. Well, when I made up a Snapchat, I did. But I think that's a pretty catchy phrase. We use that in Hawaii. Uh, Me, mom, and dad were uh, McG unit for our. um, Oh, instead uh, of the safety names. Yeah, because no one wants to be that. Well, McGee. I'm sure Lance still called you that. <laughs> All right, so uh, should we should we get going here? <laughs> yeah, All we right. should definitely get going. For this super sad episode. No, super sad is tomorrow. Oh. Today we are talking about super not sad. We're talking about one of my favorite things in the world, which is My Fair Lady. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, cool. I love My yeah. Fair Lady as well. That's a... You do? Awesome. Cool. So My Fair Lady on uh, April 5th. I didn't write down the year 1972, 65. Good work there. Anyway, it's based on the Pygmalion by George Bernard Shaw, which is in turn based on a character in Ovid's Metamorphoses. And he was a sculptor. He decided he didn't like any women at all (laughs) um, because everyone, I think everyone was like a prostitute, he thought, but or a sex worker. But uh, then he created a sculpture of a, of a like a female sculpture, and he fell in love with it. Which that is, is awesome. Like, yeah, and I mean, <laughs> that's like that's like the, the, that's modern the topic. Day, like marrying a phone or something like it's that. It's like mar- the guy who keeps trying to marry his laptop so yeah. he can get rid of yeah, gay marriage. Guy. But um, but so it's like <laughs> I keep referencing it as like the first example of objectophilia objectophilia, which is often yeah. lumped in with like, well, if you're gonna marry another guy why can't you marry your typewriter or whatever you know that kind of thing um so anyway he fell in love with this sculpture um and then he prayed to aphrodite to bring him a woman who was quote the living likeness of my ivory girl 
And so when he got home, he kissed the statue because it was weird. And it became human. <laughs> See, it and weird. he married her and they lived happily ever after. And as a fun note, I was married in uh, my middle school performance of the play My Fair Lady. And it was a disaster. But that's okay. Because it was middle school. Anyway, I remember what? it being good as a like a fifth grader. Actually, I hated it at the time. But, uh, <laughs> but like looking back on it, I think it was... Well, eh, it was yeah. a middle school production. Never mind. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> During rehearsal, because I had like the most bit part ever, they just like, Madam, Lady, whatever, and then like announced at the at the ball, and then I walked down an aisle, and then I, Mom and I went and got oh, that dress you, from like the thrift shop. Um, I remember doing that. Uh, was that lace dress? Uh, what's her name? I can't. I thought you were the lead. Um, no, um, Han Cowger was the lead. Oh, yeah. What are you doing, that's Mom? Right, that's right. Yeah, we, our parents uh, are, our, are in on Zoom our with Zoom us. video over here. We are mm -hmm. uh, having some very entertaining stuff going on. Yeah, my our father parents are straight here. from San Francisco. Apparently, my mom from a chair. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we invited the whole family, and uh, some of them will get here later. But yeah, no, Han Cowger was. Um, the lead and he is forever eliza doolittle to me eliza um, that's the name okay yes i love eliza doolittle and he's living in um new orleans now with my yeah, we other friend about that Queen a bit on that last episode yeah. on how you're go. going to uh, um just dig up ties and go to new orleans yeah when we're not all gonna die yeah, so that, anyway, that's every it's, day. It started as a Broadway production in 1956, and it's been revived a lot of times. Um, most notably, I think, um, what is the name of the lady in Murder? She wrote, and uh, oh. she's Mrs. Potts in um, uh, Beauty and the Beast. Oh, I thought you were going to say Mrs. Potts and Iron Man. I was like, those are two different people. No, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> mom, mom is trying to raise her hand or something. Oh yeah, do you know? What do you say, mom? Mer yes, thank Angela you. Angela Lansbury. Right. Is that who oh. it is? Angela because Lansbury. Our fans yes. can't Too bad we can't have mom Zoom. like recorded. Oh well. Someday. Yeah. Once I figure out how to use oh. all this fancy new equipment that we got from our anonymous sponsor. Um, Indeed. Yeah, got got a new laptop. We are in style now yeah and i didn't have to get a new laptop because i was part of a sting which Woo. was this awesome. has nothing to do with my fair lady <laughs> i've um, become accustomed to her voice isn't that oh that my gosh i out? love that i just love rex harrison which is you know he did win best actor for that Dang. uh the movie won eight oscars um rex harrison got best actor and uh george Oh my gosh, I didn't look up how to pronounce his name. Cucker, Cooker? I'm going to say Cooker because Cucker sounds awful. George yeah, Cooker won Best Director, and he's technically who we're talking about right now. Um, even though I'm going to keep talking about My Fair Lady. Now, she didn't win Best Actress. Hey, Lance is here. Hey. What's up, Lance? Wow, we got people on the Zoom video. Lance, you are muted, but you can raise your hand if you would like. <laughs> We're talking about My Fair Lady. Indeed. Go stare um, at our parents for a bit. 
Yeah. Uh, there's a way to raise your hand if you want to talk, apparently. Um, so, um, Audrey, it's Audrey. Aubrey. Oh my gosh, Hepburn. This is my Audrey favorite Hepburn. person in the world. What are you saying, Mom? D? Audrey? Yeah, Audrey okay. Hepburn. I, you know what? I get I get that name mixed up with Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, she didn't win Best Actress, but that's because Julie Andrews won it for Mary Poppins. And there goes our dog, dog going Is crazy that Ike? upstairs. Yep, there's Yay, your little dog, Ike. poor Ike. He's stuck there. Um, yep. I would have liked if you could share Best Actress because then they could have both gotten it, but... Uh, Julie Andrews definitely deserved it. Yeah, Mary Poppins is gonna get it when it comes down. Did to Did you it. watch this the the remake or the sequel or whatever? Uh, I watched the Mr. Banks movie. That was a good one too, but I think it was on Prime for a while. I cried through the whole thing, and then I had like a whole philosophical discussion <laughs> on Facebook with my friend about how like it it, it like um was all about capitalism and stuff, and how like in the end of Mary Poppins, obviously, like, he, he went ahead and donated, or, and, like, put the money in the bank, which is the opposite of what they wanted, and I was like, no, it's about family, like, he put it in the bank so that, like, in the future, the kids could take it all out and save the house if they needed to, you know, and so, like, that was a fun, this has nothing to do with My Fair Lady. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, Did it was an open, oh, never I mind, don't... you were about to say it, go for it. Dad is like swinging his finger in front of the camera, and then I'm seeing a kitchen, very nice kitchen from Lance. Yes, indeed. Anyway, so it was an open secret that the director George Cooker was gay. He had like lavish parties, um, and he was considered to be like the head of um, what the conspiracy theorists were calling like the secret Hollywood gay mafia, the Velvet Mafia, gay lobby. Lavender Mafia, Hummintern, and the Gay Stoppo, which <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> part of me, I'm really glad we went with like the Queer All Year Mafia, but part of me wants to be the Gay Stoppo. Right, uh, <laughs> Mafia's better. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, and, and I think I might have said this before, but Hummintern, Hominturn, is a play on Comintern, oh. which is a weird name for the Communist International. Yeah, that's how they just get anybody that they don't like. It's, oh, you're yeah, gay? All right, basically. that means you're a communist. I yeah, I mean, we're talking about Ike coming up, so. Oh, great. <sighs> yep, that's going to be a whole thing, and we're going to have to apologize for our dog's name because of grandma. Anyway, <laughs> and as a refresher, people believe that Hollywood was run by the gays, and, I mean, no further comment because... Yeah. So he had this famous special way with female actresses. He hadn't he had this way of bringing out the the most amazing performances out of them and it's been theorized that it's because they felt comfortable with him because um he wasn't part of like the overt sexism and like um pretty rampant just like assault going on in Hollywood and against women and all that kind of thing. So they um, felt safe with him and he was able I mean, to that like That makes a lot of sense. Uh, yeah, and so he was able to get these great performances, you know, like, you know, uh, Eliza Doolittle, all that kind of thing. Um, yeah, and so he wasn't endorsing all the abuse and stuff that 
Hollywood was endorsing and still does and Johnny Depp and okay. And it seems like he never had a long-term partner though. Um, but he was arrested on vice charges. It was at the height of his career. Um, and vice it was charges. like vice charges. So like, it sounds um, made up. Well, it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like SVU or whatever sex crimes, you know? Oh, all yeah. right. In New York Continue. City, the most heinous crime, whatever. I just, everyone just yelled at me. Um, yeah, so, and it was a sign of, like, how much he was worth that MGM made the charges go away, had them expunged, and it made sure it was never publicized. You cannot find arrest records for this. I have looked because huh. you know I love looking for arrest records and like <laughs> litigation, all that kind of thing. Um, and because of that, no one knows the exact date of the arrest or as rumored multiple arrests. But they think it was during the filming of his um, his film Camille, which I have not seen. Um, he never spoke of it ever, but his peers and high-level MGM executives definitely confirmed the incident and what brought it about. So what brought it about was that George Cooker and William Haynes, who was a gay actor known for his role in the Midnight Express, who later became an interior decorator with his partner, Jimmy Shields, which is an amazing career arc. Um, they were hanging out somewhere where there were Navy personnel. Um, and um, according to the Navy personnel, they got too flirtatious with them and they got like pretty severely beat up. And again, no arrest records exist, but it was very clear that there was no discipline no disciplinary action taken against the um, the Navy men. Um, so they weren't arrested, but Cooker and Haynes were. And uh, uh, Catherine Hepburn talks about it in an interview um, that she knew about the arrest, but she didn't really know any of the, the details and stuff. So, like, I don't know. Someone's got to make, like, a deathbed confession so we can know the details or whatever. Um, yeah. Now, Haynes' career had already gotten pretty scandalous uh, in the press by that time, so he, his career could handle it, but Cooker's absolutely could not because he had never been in any kind of danger or whatever, and it was expected of actors to just be wild, but he was a director. Um, so, so, yeah, he was so valuable that MGM like went to the cops and was like, this didn't happen, you didn't arrest him you know whatever and it's gone um so yeah anyway uh spoiler alert the movie version is the only version where eliza comes back in the end in every other version she walks away like a strong female lead should um but in the movie she comes back which is i don't know americans like that kind of thing <laughs> and yes of course i watched the whole movie while i was writing this out Fun. So, sorry for all the noise that just I happened. Thought. I got attacked by a large mountainous cat. Oh. Um, <laughs> but uh, so MacGyver? is it? Yeah, is it mm, time MacGyver. for me to do my thing? Is that where we're um, at? If you would like to, I would like to mention that um, I deleted this entire word doc um, and was able to recover it 
the way that McGee deleted our entire um, audio file that one time oh, and was, was able to a, recover it. Um, that was a scary moment. I was like, I think that I was... just deleted the whole day. But yep. I was it. like, well, I am not re-recording this. We, <laughs> I'm going to have an intro and then we're going to drop something from like the Patreon. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, all right. We're going to do our little bit of housekeeping stuff here. Housekeeping so, and then advice from a unicorn. Yeah, Stay so tuned. stick around for that. There's still good stuff coming. So um, if you would like to like us, we would like you a lot on Facebook. <laughs> uh, so that's uh, Queer All Year. And if you want a more detailed, um, more inclusive type structure, you can join the Queer All Year Mafia. Mafia. And that's where we have um, some... Uh, some polls, discussions, more up-to-date information on the podcast. Uh, you can also check us out on Twitter or Instagram at Queer All Year Pod, and um, that's just kind of another place to get little updates and stuff from us, or tweet about your favorite terrible things going on. Um, yeah. But if you really like what we've got going on and you want to get bonus material, you can go to Patreon.com/QueerAllYear. And on our $5 tier, we've got bonus episodes where a cat goes on rants and does in-depth studies of things like bu- the buggery law. That's one of our best episodes. Next one is Oscar Wilde. I'm so excited. Yeah, there's an Oscar Wilde com- one coming up. Um, then on our $1 tier, we have bloopers. We have um, little videos. We have the ringtone for our intro. So uh, all that stuff you get for joining the $1 tier. Other than that, we have our uh, rating system. Yeah, so if you would go out wherever you listen and uh, give us a rating, that helps out a lot. That boosts us up in the ratings. And um, so, and it helps people find us. Um, word of mouth is apparently the number one way people find out about podcasts and decide to listen to them. So if you could tell your friends and family and strangers and you know stay six feet apart just yell it out your window (laughs) um if you could leave a review with your rating that helps even more because then um apple is like oh okay well then they someone clearly likes them um you can leave constructive criticism you can leave like your favorite gay moment in history you can say these people are insane anything Um, like that but yeah, also feel like free that. to say it on our Facebook page, too. We like that. Yeah. Keep it out of the reviews. Say it on Facebook. Five-star <laughs> reviews. Five stars, excellent. A-plus would listen again, I guess. Yes, only. Yeah. So do we want advice from a unicorn? Is yeah, that all? Yeah, I want to hear it. Let's do it. Okay. Today is April 5th, and is today Sunday? It is Sunday. Okay. So, um... <laughs> So on the weekend, oh, yeah, the unicorn, yeah. the unicorn gets lazy and um, only gives us one piece of advice for the weekend. <laughs> so it's the same um, as yesterday. Yeah, so it's the same as yesterday. It is learn to let go, which is what I need to do in terms of clutter in this house now that I'm like trapped forever. That's right, and we uh, said we can't let go because all this terrible stuff is happening and no one knows about it. So. I need to let go of being in here and go buy soda real quick because we are out of soda. No. And I'm just, going to die. Just get Mom's having a heart attack. Just Mother, buy me soda then. Well, just... Send it right now. Send <laughs> snacks. I'm out of soda. All right. <laughs> Maybe I'll send Nathan. Yeah, something. I don't know. 
Anyway, so that was the advice from a unicorn. Um, learn to let it go, like Elsa. I have not seen that movie, but I, apparently the premise is that she kills her sister at one point, and then the ogre brings her back. I don't know. I read the Wikipedia page. That's how I know <laughs> what Frozen is about. about it, then? <laughs> I read it out loud to Nathan, and he's like, what? He was only halfway paying attention. He was like, what, what are you talking about? And I'm like, this is the plot of Frozen. <laughs> oh. So oh, uh, Lance says no, not at all. No, but... not at all. Well, nope. okay. <laughs> I guess you would know. Oh, it looks like Mom's <laughs> saying that too. Have you seen Frozen? No. No. Oh my. See yeah, at this I've point, seen I I don't really remember it. No. But see at this point, it's, this a, it's a matter of <laughs> of principle for me. I will not see Frozen because I haven't seen it yet, and I won't. Okay. So, um, that's my advice: is to be petty and. Um, don't let things win, I guess. Um, two? Oh, my dad says peace out. Oh, yeah. My mom says go chiefs. Lance says uh, Frozen isn't about killing people. And McGee and I say that we love you.